Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna. Kuda. Me. Mary Ratzinski. Mm, I went high. <laughs> you went me. real high. You definitely had your pointer finger to your ear and your eyes closed when you hit that. <laughs> hey, hey, everyone catch me soon on The Voice. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to call you Mariah instead of Sarah. Sarah Coda. Anyway, off to a, a, a wonderful start like usual. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Welcome. This is your Wednesday coming at you live. Well, not live. We recorded it, but it's a Wednesday podcast. And I feel excited about this one. Mm -hmm. Um, We watched Soccer Mom, Madam, which was on Lifetime. And I was we were going to do something else besides a Lifetime movie this week. But then Soccer Mom, Madam was coming out and we're like, well, that's that's not the right time (laughs) <laughs> to do something different. <laughs> no, because, no. Yeah. I mean, based on a true story, all the things, I, I, a lot of people were watching it. I saw Twitter was just ablaze with oh, the hashtag last just night. Twittering. Whenever I see um, inspired by true events, my nipples get hard. Like, I, mm-hmm. it, uh, nothing excites me more. And so I was, I was excited just with the title, but then to know that it, now, is this something in the headlines that you had heard of prior to, like, did you, like, you know what I mean? No, I I okay. find out about I actually find out about news from watching Lifetime movies. Apparently, oh, well, um, I think it's yeah. the best. I think it's the most responsible way. So, me too. Yeah. But when I heard it was a true story, of course, googled it and was fascinated to learn that the woman who was the soccer mom, madam, uh, is now living. Well, they show it at the end of this movie on a pig farm, but still there, and uh, oh, is, right. is authoring children's book under like a pen name. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about a skill set and just wearing a lot of hats in your life. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a, quite a, quite a, a walk away from her successful business career. I, yeah, I was like, well, good for her. And she's, I mean, if she probably does well off of the books, because it, it said multiples. So it sounds like she's, I mean, who knows? But she just basically was like, yeah, I just don't want to really, I just want to move on with my life. But then she consulted on the movie. So I'm like, well, how much did you want to move on with it? If you were like, hold, hold up, hit me with that yeah, consulting. Yeah. Hold consulting this bucket fee. of pig shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, uh, I, obviously we're just going to talk about the movie, but yeah, I, well, let's real quick okay. just tell everyone yeah. before we do, we, we have to ask you to, Please rate, review, and subscribe if you have not. If you just get the e- get, if you just know we're here, but you're not subscribed, please subscribe just because it helps. And please do rate and review only five stars and only nice things. That's them's the rules. Yeah, them's the rules. And honestly, I mean, I can relate to just not wanting to do things. It's so quick and easy for your big dumb thumb just to hit five stars. It takes 10 <laughs> seconds. And um, I remind my mom to do it. So anyway, yeah. no, you no, know, it's, it's a helpful. nice thing. It's helpful. And then join Are You My Podcasters Facebook group where we have so much fun. And follow us on Instagram, Are You My Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Are You My Pod. You'll always know what we're watching. We can always hear suggestions of what you want to hear. And yes, yes, this week, there is a Married at First Sight 
where are they now? And it might be the dumbest thing in the world, or it might be wonderful to watch, or it might just make us all mad. But yeah, we're going to fucking do it. So that'll be out on Friday. Yeah. And don't, if anybody tells me, I mean, listen, I hope Chris and Haley got together and <laughs> ran away together or something. But <laughs> if you, you can't tell me you don't miss those assholes. I mean, I just really need to see them. Yeah, we just want to see them and find out the updates. Although I follow most of them on Instagram and I'm pretty sure I know <laughs> how everyone's doing. But um, yeah, so that'll be out on, on Friday. We're going to we're going to throw that bonus in because like because we're not because we're smart people and we understand that you guys. Yeah. Need need to maybe maybe a baby voice will come out. Who knows? Yeah. Oh my God. Don't even tease me. God, I hope so. And yeah. And finally, um, we pulled up our big girl pants. We're on Patreon. If you'd like to support us, we have a couple tiers. We put out two and then three um extra episodes during the month, and they're really fun. And we just did two truths and a lie. And I know more about Sarah Colonna than. <laughs> I maybe wanted to. I don't know. I mean, I don't Definitely. know if that's possible. I, think- I don't know if that's possible. I was actually, you know, I don't mean that. I just knew that'd be the funniest line. But you know, I don't mean that. Oh, no, it's it is. We both learned a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, we had a lot of laughs. And also, mm-hmm. um, we do a lot of we've been doing a lot of fun uh, Zoom videos on there, too. When we record, we throw up some behind the scenes stuff. So there's all kinds of fun shit. Yeah, if I can, if you can, if you can support, join us, join the family. We appreciate you. Oh, soccer mom, madam. Okay, what were you going to? I was good. You were going to say something about the movie, and then I interrupted with I, our well, all our just, plugs. No, I know. I mean, it's, you know, the biz part that we we hate, love to hate and hate to love. Um, no, okay. I'm going to make you give a quick little like, oh, this is the story so that then we can fucking go all over the place. But it starts a certain way and then it ends with her working at a pig farm. And that made me sick because her lifestyle that she got to and then she's on this pig farm. (laughs) And it honestly just made me feel angry because I'm like, she was living a life, you know, and then and then she's. I don't know, maybe it's like solitude, like a rehab scenario emotionally, like just, but it just upset me. I was like, fuck. Right. I know. She did have a nice life. Well, the story is this woman who, uh, she was engaged, was, her husband died, I believe, um, her, her first husband, right? He went through a windshield or something. She yeah, threw that yeah. out at some point. Yeah. yeah. And she's got two kids. Then she's engaged to some guy. She walks in, he's cheating on her. In the middle of fucking broad daylight, by the way, at lunch, like yeah. this guy had no plan to try to hide in uh, bed cheating. under the covers, like not even a quickie yeah. look like they were really making a meal out of it. <laughs> you know I, mean? I know. And she was coming home with groceries. I'm like, dude, where did you think she is? She doesn't have a job and she lives at your house. Like right. that, that was <laughs> your. <laughs> you deserve to smart. get caught. You deserve you it. Deserve. You deserve. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And so then she finds that she has no, the nuts and bolts over it is she doesn't have uh, she didn't graduate high school. I think she said she didn't go to college. She didn't work. So she has no resume really when she goes out to try to find a job and people are just like, we, well, they show one scene where she, but the guy's like, you're probably not going to get a job anywhere. And then she goes to see her cousin who runs a rub and tug. And <laughs> I love that term so much. So I don't, fucking yeah. do I. Yes. Like I would, I would never want my husband to do that or have that done. And I know that he's grossed out by it. But if he did, as long as he called it a rub and tug, I'd be like, okay, I'm not as mad. <laughs> because it's just a funny term. Oh, if you fess up and just t- admit to the 
drive to the Robin Tug, all is forgiven. Yeah, <laughs> there's something forgiven. just about that. Robin Tug. It's so it just really sums up the business plan. You know it does. I mean? Yeah, you don't have to wonder. So right. she runs this and basically she goes, yeah, you're not going to get a job anywhere. So you might as well start working for me. And then she, the, the and her name's Anna. And this is based, like we said, on True Story. And then Anna gets a little, she, do, she doesn't like that her cousin doesn't want to expand her business more. She decides she's going to just get all the top-notch girls in all of New York, open up her own escort business. Boom, it works. She's rich, living high on the hog, gets busted by the feds, goes to jail, <laughs> ends up on a pig farm. Done. Yeah, from high on the hog to right next to the hog, <laughs> under the hog. <laughs> oh, my God. I, it yeah. just broke my heart. But yeah, she's a hustler. Well, she was a hustler. I did. I, I respect. They opened the, the movie by showing you her getting arrested. And then we see it again later. And I respected the fact that when the I, I, at first I, I didn't realize it was because she didn't know who they were. But in the middle of uh, she gets set up basically to go to this bank meeting and she comes out and the feds are all hunting her down and she starts running. And then like as they're about to they're like, I'm like, I don't know if this is really how it works when the feds come get you where they go. They just pull out their guns in the middle of the street and tell you to get in a van. But yeah, like she a started kidnapping. screaming. Yeah, she started screaming. I'm being kidnapped. So I thought she re- knew it was the feds and she was like, fuck this. I'm st- I'm just going to put up as much of a fight as they can. L- by the way, nobody in the streets of New York even batted an eye to try to help her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then and then later when they show the scene again at the end of the movie, you realize she actually wasn't sure if it was the feds or if it was like the Russian mob because she was dealing with some really high profile billionaire people with her madam business. I mean, I like how her, you know, when she, so she was uh, working for slash with her cousin, and that's the one who kind of got her into this, that that Letty or whatever. But I mm-hmm. like that when she went on to go start her own, she's like, I'm not dealing with like the poor men, the the six, the six, seven figures. I want billionaires. And I was like, yeah, you shoot for the moon, girl. Like she I I just thought that was so funny. Like, why not? I guess, you know, and she's right. I mean, if you're going to go into that business and get your hands dirty, it might as well be because there was like she was basically working the desk at her cousin's rub and tug. And (laughs) there was one there was one scene when like one escort walked out of uh, out of the massage room and she was wearing like a full on nurses but like a halloween costume like i guess she was supposed to be dressed up sex as a, a sexy nurse but it was like it just looked like a one of those slutty halloween costumes <laughs> so, yeah. so i was like you know what she should aim higher this this is low budge this is all low budge it, like it really low budge it really was too and then one scene where they had it one of the regulars that uh went into the when she was working for a cousin still and they called him enema guy and and She's like, why? And they're like, you'll see. And then she had to, and this left me really kind of not upset, not curious, but then like, I don't want to know. So the guy would like get it, asked to have an enema put in by a lady who maybe she wore a nurse outfit too. I don't know. And, (laughs) and then he just shit all over the place. I I really didn't understand Enema Man. In fact, I had to keep rewinding it to hear what they were saying. And then I was like, no, they're definitely saying Enema Man. And then she went in and picked up a robe that looked like it had brown all over it. And so 
and that was her last straw, which would have been mine too, for sure. But no, I mean, uh, she had a no, she had a look on her face like she walked into a room that was filled with white towels that had brown shit on them. (laughs) Yes, that's what it looked like happened. Yeah, I just I'm glad they didn't try to explain more about what exactly his kink was, but we know it had Mm -hmm. something to do with poo poo, and we didn't like it, and neither did her. She didn't like it, and um, she basically. There's another guy named Arthur who is like Letty, her cousin Letty's partner in this whole thing. And he, they become fast friends real fast. Basically, she's like, uh, hey, Letty, I think we you need to move your business and aim higher and like change your hours and do all this shit so that you don't have Anima Man anymore and maybe you get <laughs> some nice business. And Letty's like, no, you don't change things. That's when the feds come sniffing around. Obviously, she wasn't wrong, but. Um, True. Arthur Arthur really leans in and helps Anna start this whole thing. He kind of abandons Letty real fast, I feel like. Oh, yeah, he did. I mean, honestly, it was only a scene or two later that Anna's kids are calling him Uncle Arthur. <laughs> like he, I was like, well, how did this move so quickly? And then I, I kept looking to see if there was any sort of like romantic connection but no just uh just a nice guy helping out a woman and her kids yeah he was a lawyer uh, the lawyer and the accountant or whatever ish or that's the role he played or something yeah i don't know i I wasn't paying that much attention but i think so (laughs) um but yeah he was basically like yeah this i think he saw that she had uh, bigger dreams than the rub and tug and he was like let's go let's build those dreams and so she starts (laughs) I was I just find it bold that this woman started interviewing girls and bringing them in. She she was like only the best girls and first person she interviews is a woman named Big Lola who was a big fan of really enjoyed oh, Big yeah. Lola. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big Lola and, and then, she had some big old titties. They were beautiful. Yeah, she was like I am 70% leg and the rest is tit and we were like yes and that's <laughs> yes it is. <laughs> I guess she didn't say tit cuz it's lifetime but she said boobs or something. Yeah. Um and then Vicky, we were introduced to Vicky, who's like Vicky. her first girl who's really popular. I just found it very interesting how just right away, I don't know where, like, how did she find them? Who, how do you go, oh, I'm just only going to get the best girls in New York who want to be escorts. And how, how do you pick them out? How do you find them? How do you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. And she did it all without her cousin at this point, because she left the cousin's place because the cousin wouldn't you know expand or right. go bigger so she's not even like utilizing that relationship or any of the girls from before right i mean she just kind of went off I, and she got a big space a big place to have the the rub and tug although hers wasn't a rub and tug right it was just more of an escort service like did the men actually yeah it was an escort service and so she they wouldn't they didn't go there. That's why she yeah. had, she, she, at some point, she built a nail salon as the front, as if anyone who has a nail salon has the millions and millions of dollars. Like there's not one on every corner. But uh, um, she, yeah, she just used that office space for like a front. And then I think Arthur had given her some money to start it. So her basic, her method was she hired these girls and then they would organize these events and invite only billionaires and then walk up to billionaires and she'd hand the card over and she called it a consulting service, like a headhunter. I find Uh, you clients who need my people who work for me. So, but some of them didn't, it seemed like some of them just, yeah, they were, um, one guy liked to be kidnapped. They showed that, but never had sex. 
He just was oh. a billionaire who liked to be kidnapped. Kidnapped. They, they they grabbed him off the street and threw him threw him into a limo and said, "You you have a bad pee pee," and I wanted to throw myself out of a window as they I was watching that. this. Yeah, because mm. you know that uh, Mare Bear slash Nana has or Aunt Nana has closed caption on, and so even if my ears aren't hearing it, my eyes read it, and they spelled out pee pee. <laughs> P-E-E-P-E-E. Oh, that's, that's unfortunate. I'm. This is a reason I will just struggle for the rest of my life to hear words <laughs> if I don't. And I'll never turn on closed captioning to find out what they actually <sighs> said. I don't want to ever see that word written out on a no, TV especially screen. A bad PP. I just everything about it was just kind of like you know, Mary. Yeah, you, you're you're you you were right probably not to have kids, and fortunately you're with a man who would never call anything a pp anyway in saying all this i thought it was kind of amazing like you said with the they go to like the hamptons and there were four main ones right like big lola uh what's her name vicky and they looked so hot and beautiful and that they would just go to the richest places like openings and events and then yeah and then she'd get out the card and it the first guy that it hit on was this guy edward who he was like a billionaire, I think she said, and he was into Vicky, and he was like the first person that called because she was worried that nobody was make calling after these events, and she had already spent all her money because she gotten everyone makeovers, which I I was kind of like, where's all this money coming from for the makers makeovers in these events? But that's what she was, you know, she was uh, paying it f- forward or backward or yeah, I don't know, investing something. something. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> But probably Arthur was probably getting a little Robin tug on his own. You know, who knows? But he I think he was probably helping with some of the funding for this. Yes. Yes. She said that he he gave her like five grand or something. And then but the Edward guy that they picked out first that or that called them first. He he was their first client, I guess. He was kind of hot, really. I was like, well, that's like if that's the situation. I mean, from Anima Man to this, like if it's it's not a bad not a bad bang for the bucks to be. <laughs> I mean, it really isn't. It's not. I have to say, I came out of this movie thinking I want to be a fucking madam. I mean, I don't think I have the personality to pull it off and be like, do you want to laugh in the corner at a party with a funny girl? Because I can find you a bunch of those. You know what I mean? And they'll probably go down on you if you give them enough vodka. But um. Can we yeah, just no. um, can we just acknowledge that I really was proud of Bang for the Bucks and you and I got oh, nothing. Oh, did I just steamroll it? Oh man, it is something to be proud of too. Get <laughs> it, do banging it. for bucks, bang and for the was, bucks. Wait, we yeah. just do it. We just do it again. Uh, Edward was like their first client or whatever, and he was kind of hot. And I was like, you know what? This isn't. This is not a really bad. Uh, Bang for the bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You're it's so no, you're right. Bang for the bucks. Well, that was uncomfortable because when I retold it, I got like a like a, I turned into like a 75-year-old man on stage who's like, hey guys, uh, hey, oh. <laughs> it was all, <laughs> it was <laughs> my shoulders were shimmying. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Hey guys, you know. <laughs> No, it was, I like when we do redos. It's fun. It's like it's <laughs> part of our oh, term. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Boy. I am sorry, Kuda. I need either closed captioning <laughs> for for you right now, or I need to 
get my head out of my no. ass and be an active listener. But no. bang for or the you, bucks is yeah. It's, no, it's, it's fine. It wasn't as funny, or you just didn't get it, and we'll just no, leave it, it at that. More, probably more than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing personal. But yeah, oh, he, he was a handsome anyway. guy. Yeah. So now, but now they're doing well. Like she gets, they show up really fast, which I enjoy. She goes, yeah. The, the, obviously, Edward spreads the word that the girls are hot. Um, and Art's like fully on Arthur. Well, she called him Art a lot, so it was Arthur. But now Art, he, like I said, we haven't seen Letty for a bit. But then, oh, but that's when. So she buys a house, and I mean, she's just supposed to be going. Like she goes to her kids' school events and stuff, and nobody knows what she does. And, but she dies. She buys this giant ginormous beautiful house and they said yeah it was in the first like the first six months she was able yeah. to afford this house and 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 she mentioned she also had nine hundred thousand cash um in shoe boxes upstairs yeah. so things were going well for anna yeah and you would just think like oh maybe i would live a little more modestly so that people don't go hey because that she that's when she said she opened the nail salon as a front so people don't always ask what you do for a living but i'd be like wow what what do you charge for those nails? For this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. How are you? Jesus. I mean, yeah, it was a little sort of. So I feel like a madam. It was like it was like she was the woman mob lord. Yeah, well, she did. I mean, she she turned fast. Like so Letty came over when she bought the house and then she and then Letty was like she hires Letty. So now Letty's back work, working for her instead of the vice versa. And um, she just, yeah, she goes into this mob boss thing, like right after all of that, she goes and she goes to some restaurant where apparently she goes and sits all the time and has meetings with her girls and acts like a, yeah, like a mob lord or whatever or, they're yeah, called. I don't even know, a bot, mob boss. Yeah. Like yeah. a late, yeah. And sh- a mobette, I think they call him. Do they? No. Oh, <laughs> Oh my God! Wait, uh, the disappointment I just heard in your voice <laughs> when I said, "Do they?" We're like, "No, you stupid asshole!" It's a it, they call them mobs mobstress, mobstress. Oh, and that's pro- that sounds right. Actually, I, there was a lady mob show. I forget what it was, but or mob wives. I guess it was wives. Uh, but yeah, they're always the support, never the. Ma- but yeah, yeah, she uh, she she got a little like. She was very powerful. She was doing very well. And she liked that role. You know, she was starting to really have some power. Yeah. And she brings like, so she was at this restaurant where she meets with her girls. She has Vicky, her first girl come there and she gives Vicky a really nice bracelet, a diamond bracelet. And she's like, you're my first girl. And I think this is five years later they showed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she honestly, truth at this point, I, I, I was this is seems like a nice boss is all I could think. Uh, yeah. She was always throwing parties in the room at the, I guess the nail salon. The girls were always like dancing around, drinking champagne. She's giving him gifts. Um, later she turned out to be kind of a dick, but at this time she seems like a good boss. And then she summons a waitress over and the waitress comes over and she says, her name's Cassandra, I think, or Cassidy, which was it? Yeah, Cassidy. Cassidy. Cassidy, yeah. And she says, the waitress says, uh, uh, I know who you are. I know what you do. And I'm thinking, doesn't she, shouldn't that 
upset her? Shouldn't she wonder why everyone knows what she does? Doesn't she think that she's going to get caught if everyone knows what she does? I just felt like that part was weird how she's so, so famous in this city for it, but she doesn't think she's going to get caught. Well, yeah, yeah. It didn't make any sense. She wasn't even slightly like she didn't even hesitate when she said that. And that same thought crossed my mind when she starts sort of seeing like dating the soccer dad who's widowed also or I think or something. And he's he like has no idea what she does. I mean, he, clearly they're in the same circles and shit, but he's just like, so what is it that you do? But yet this waitress is like, everyone knows what you do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It was very bizarre. Maybe because she always goes there and sits by herself with a glass of wine and then summons women over. I'd be like, I guess that's a madam. I don't I've never really seen one in the wild, but that seems like what they that's what they would do. <laughs> oh, I've never seen she did wear a lot of leopard, which I was in love with every moment of it. If I am when I'm a madam, if I'm a madam, I would hold meetings like that, hold court, do some one-on-ones at fancy restaurants, but you'd find me at the end of a bar. You would I wouldn't be at a fucking table in the middle of the restaurant like a dickhead. Right. Yes, you just sit at the end of the bar and whisper quietly to the yeah. bartender, "Hey, do you yeah. want to come do you want to come work for me? Well, yeah. this girl, I just, and also it's a bold move to assume this waitress who is very pretty wants to sell her puss. Yeah. Like, I mean, it just, it's a big, it's a, it's like a leap of faith to just go, I guess she's I, sure she's going to want to work for me. I guess she just had an eye for it. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you, you make a really good point. Sarah, that, you know, she doesn't know anything about this girl other than she's a waitress at a high-end restaurant and to assume that, you know, she's not working towards anything or, you know, just like, you, yeah, you want to just come on. I can get you thousands of dollars for your sweet, sweet, fresh, young puss and my other fresh, young puss. She's getting a little older and we got to I got to, you know, recycle to be competitive in this market. Do you do Kegels? I need to know. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I would ask totally different questions. This is, yeah, why, we, yeah, is, this is why we can't be madams because we're too rude about it. She, she was more, I mean, she wasn't discreet in her lifestyle, but she was um, discreet in the, in the discussion she would have with the girls. So she'd just go, well, you know what I do. And men, and then she gave her some speech about how men, the one thing men want, we can make them pay for, but it was the same speech her cousin gave her when she got her to work for her. And yeah. I just thought that was a little unfair. First, you basically told her her business sucks, gone and made one that's way much, way better. Now she has to work for you. And now you're just steal- plagiarizing her speeches that she gets to recruit people. <laughs> I I feel like Letty, that cousin, would have... Uh- I don't know, let the air out of her tires or done something, put a potato on her tailpipe. Like she seemed like kind of a tough bitch, but she really didn't fight back with with Anna. And Anna treated her like shit. Everything you just said, I would. Yeah, I wouldn't like her. I'd be like, fuck you. You stole my life. Yeah, she totally did. And and then there was like another woman at that restaurant that was um, the European version of Anna. I guess she was a soccer mom madam from. European edition and she was at that restaurant and approaches her and she's like my name's Simone and I know who you are and you know who I am and maybe someday we should work together and merge our businesses and then (laughs) and then she said maybe the creepiest line in the movie other than enema man which was um (laughs) excellent choice on the waitress I had my eye on her too I was like oh (laughs) oh 
God, be like that poor waitress. You know, it's like, oh, she looks like the girl next door. She looks like she'd want to sell her pussy for money. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no. like, oh, oh. like the it, poor girl. I know, but she, uh, she went in though. That girl went in. Uh, it, her, she decided. She showed up at whatever the nail salon. I was never sure where these parties seemed to be happening. There were like photo shoots. I guess the girls were being portrayed oh, yeah. as models. Yeah. As escorts, like legal escorts as models or whatever. And Cassidy comes to that. And they, uh, this is the, everything took a weird turn right here. Um, she obviously is on board. She's going to be the new Vicky. Vicky can tell that Cassidy is going to take her clients or whatever. She's not liking that she's feeling squeezed out. And then there's a conversation about gross mm-hmm. things that some of their clients do. And one woman says that um, her client has halitosis. Mm. So Big Lola shows us with Vicky how you pass a mint to a client <laughs> without offending them. And mm-hmm. they just fully make out. Like passionately. And, and and everyone's just like watching and not sure what's happening. And then Vicky pulls away and she's got a mint on her tongue. And it's a great trick. I just, I was like, what happened? That that took a turn. I thought they were going to just start. A- <laughs> like, I was like, are they in love? I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> I it really did it went it went from one movie right into another movie with no warning and um I I felt like maybe cuz I am like a school marm like I should be chaperoning church functions when they start really tongue kissing I'm like almost looking around the room and it looks like some of the women in there didn't know what was going on either but I might have been projecting I don't know but it went it was a it was a big scene yeah, I don't think they did. I think the point was like, oh, look, see, now it's on her tongue. And I passed her a mint without her, her getting offended because then right, she's like, right. and then you, she basically she said, and then you basically go down and blow them. And then they're not they're not offended anymore that you passed them a mint with your tongue, which sounds like I mean, listen, Big Lola had a good plan and it all worked out. <laughs> what did she she mentioned the benefits of of? Yeah. When you when you blow them after you pass them the mint, you're, they're going to get a tingly blowjob they like that even there were a lot of um tips and tricks that we were able to to glean from this scene <laughs> which, which is the fancy version because at the rub and tug it would have been like <laughs> you sm- <laughs> you take a drag on a menthol cigarette and then blow them and see <laughs> oh <laughs> that's what would happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's what would have happened on old Letty's version of the yeah. of events. It'd be like a, a yeah, a menthol cigarette and an ice cube. You got yourself a home run. <laughs> oh my god, that oh. was something. Yeah. So they, you know, the girls are close. They're, and then right after that, so the the uh, Cassie Cassidy, she says yes, and she does her first. Uh, she makes her first money and. Anna set it up so she's like, well, you don't have to do that. So, like, we're not expecting any penetration of any sorts. And she goes to this. It does tell you people have some fucking weird kinks. She goes into this room and it's like a must be somebody's house or something. It's all decorated, like super spooky Halloween shit. And she's dressed like a schoolgirl. And she's walking around going like, I'm scared. This is really scary. And then she makes her way to the corner of the room 
and like a coffin thing opens and it's some old man dressed up like a vampire and he's like i want to suck your blood and she makes two grand yeah and she just runs out she didn't have to do anything to him it's yeah. sad like the description was that he was an old horror movie producer or something so that yeah. i guess this is what gets him off but vicky was big mad about this because that used to be her client and she used to get to run in and, and run out for two grand. And I don't fucking blame her for being pissed. <laughs> I- that is the worst uh, gig to get stolen out from underneath you. Yeah. 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 There was no touching and it, it was, you know, two grand in what, three and a half minutes. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I, again, these, some of these, some of the upsides of these gigs seemed pretty decent to me. Um, uh, it makes so then, it makes stand up comedy seem just pure foolish waste of time. A hundred percent. Oh well, she starts dating this guy Owen, who she had like almost run over in the parking lot at school. So he's got kids that go to her same school, her kids' school. Um, and she talks to him at they're watching their kids ride horses. I don't know. I don't understand anything about anything about having kids. So I just guess you have to go sometimes yeah. watch watch them ride horses and play soccer. And um, <laughs> they kind of start flirting or whatever. So we're they're gonna we're gonna see them date. We uh, we actually only see them go on one date, and after that, she calls him her boyfriend. And we never really see him again. But that's what that's what happens in these movies. Um, but she starts getting Vicky's pissed, and she starts getting phone calls like cancellations on Vicky. And it took me yeah. a minute to catch on to what was going on. So she's telling Letty, she's like, I've gotten three cancellations on Vicky's, like an, uh, on like the biggest clients we have in the past three days. So Anna goes into, she has a key to Vicky's condo, of course, and goes in and she basically finds her uh, calendar that says banging Russian mob guy at three, banging <laughs> so-and-so at four. Little ladies, don't ever put this in your calendar. This is how you're going to mm-hmm. get cut. Yeah. Um, yeah. Code words, guys. <laughs> yeah. Come on. She finds her calendar and she finds a big duffel bag of money, which obviously is not hidden well because Anna knows exactly where it is. <laughs> and she deduces that, oh, she has been keeping the clients. They cancel on me, but then she goes and bangs them, keeps all the money and is cutting me out. So she's pissed. She is not happy at all. And she uh, decides to teach Vicky quite a lesson. Maybe it t- and it ended up being a little bit of a problem because she ends up meeting up with Vicky uh, and is like, I fucking am on to you, bitch, and has has the planner and the bag of money at the restaurant and then tells her you're done and sends her off with two like shark people, men, scary guys. And they yeah, two take- two big beefy guys in the middle of a restaurant, by the way, yeah. there were other people in it like. Other people were watching her crying being carried out by these two men. And um, they were just like, oh, I guess I got to finish my ahi tartar. And I, I mean, nobody yeah. cared. Yeah. Like, we're going to see her on the news tomorrow night and nobody's even batting an eye. And then, and then, yeah, it's like, Anna, it felt very Godfather. You know, it was like, take, take her away. She'll never, you know, she'll learn her lesson. It was sort of, and then I, I was like, "Holy shit, are they gonna fucking kill her?" Like, because they threw I know. in a van and drove to the woods. I'm like, this never ends with everybody walking away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-mm. No, and but they don't. They tell her they go the the airport's a mile that way. Walk to it and never come back. And it's like, I don't. Which way? Sorry, you just left me in uh, the woods. If you if you expect yeah. me to get to the airport, the best thing would be to, for you to do would be to 
fucking drop me off drop at the me. airport. <laughs> I was thinking that too. If you want to guarantee that I get near the plane, you gotta you're gonna have to go into the arriving area or whatever departure because I would there's no fucking way I'd make it anywhere. I would lay down and go to sleep and die in the woods. Yeah, hundred percent. A mile in the woods and you yeah. didn't you just said that way. I don't I barely have a sense of direction as it is. So um but yeah, that's when I was kind of like, oh, Anna's mean. I, she's just gotten that whole. She's really taken this mob boss role on, and yeah, she's, yeah. She says, "Don't fuck with me. You have to go change your identity and get on a plane and never come back." Um, and then she makes a deal with that Simone lady, the European version of her. She decides that she's going to make a a deal with her and expand her business. Which I don't really know if that happened. It was just mentioned, but I don't know if that was part of her downfall or if it mattered but it was mentioned i mean just just to show that she's a fucking international famous mad you know i thought that was sort of funny again like she doesn't think she's gonna get caught by the cops but she's got someone from where was the lady from russia i don't know i don't know she just said she was european or something or she said she has a lot of european clients oh, right, i didn't right. ever catch where she was from yeah sometimes i get nervous about saying like i don't know i was gonna say some countries and i mean i know european countries but this gets into territory that i'm not comfortable with <laughs> no so let's go back to no geography no history let's go back to pps and madams <laughs> and fucking and poo poo and all the things uh -huh. i'm comfortable with and as your as your as our producer mark who knows where everything and everywhere is he's just cringing right now listening to this conversation it is my it is my Nothing makes me more uncomfortable than he'll be like, uh, where's or what countries are next to whatever? Like, he's just give me a quick test. I'll just leave the room. I won't. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> I won't, I don't, I'm not even like I'm not even entertaining this anymore. I'm not acting embarrassed. I get I go zero to mad. Anyway. Yeah. I'm not I'm not playing this game. Um, Well, so she makes some deal with that woman and then she has coffee with the Owen guy that she was watching her kids ride horse with. This is the guy that she's dating now. I guess. I think it's their first date, but they're having coffee. And then he points to a building and says, that's my building. So was he an architect? Is that what it was? That's what I, I it says. I think he's an architect. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. Yeah. So, yeah, he starts talking about how he's so proud of this building because then they pass it and his kids go, oh, that's my dad's legacy. So, of course, a little bit of her face reads like, oh, what's my legacy? Um, right, right. But she's well, trying. I, she's trying to improve, trying to. Uh, impress her kids all the time. She's got the Mia kid who just turned 16. She gives her a huge sweet 16 bash. And that kid is not happy about it at all the entire time. And I don't blame her because it was the weirdest looking 16 year olds party. It was all adults and they were all wearing masquerade masks. Like it looked like eyes wide shut. It didn't look yes. like a Yes, it, it looked just like Eyes Wide Shut. It was it was spooky and mysterious and terrifying, but really nice if you weren't 16, probably. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It just seemed like a lot for a 16-year-old. Um, And in the middle of that, Letty tells her, you're going to have to tell Mia what you do for a living, or I'm going to tell her because she's asking a lot of questions. You, wait, the whole, pump the brakes. You're supposed to tell a 16-year-old that you're a madam? But okay. Yeah. In... in also, you're the girl's 16. This hasn't come up before then. You think your mom's working at the nail place. You guys went from sleeping on a pull-out couch 
to like living in a four or five thousand square foot home, driving a Lexus SUV. The kids have everything they need. But like now it seems a little fishy. Also, in the real world, I feel like a 16 year old girl who all this change and she's got, you know, this big house and this life. I'd be like, I don't fucking care where it's coming from. Just keep it coming. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Even even my weird eyes wide shut parties. Like, let's just do whatever's cool because it's nice. Sure. <laughs> let's just keep mom happy. You know what I mean? When she's when when she's doing well, we're all doing well. Yeah. Well, at some point during this party, Anna gets a phone call from Big Lola. I yeah, think. it was Big Lola. Yeah. With the, and, she was with the cellophane man. Yeah. So she leaves the party to go find out what's going on with Lola, who says you have to come here. It was a very confusing scene. Basically, Lola is like a dominatrix and she has a guy wrapped in cellophane and she did that to punish him because he was late. I don't really understand this scene. I didn't get it either. And it didn't. It it was some I couldn't tell if the whole thing was about role play. Yeah, because she tells him off and she's like, yeah, you pissed off Mata or mom or whatever they call the dominatrix, mistress, <laughs> mistress or something. And um, and he goes, well, I don't want to pay. And she's like, you're going to pay double. And then she leaves and he's still in the cellophane. But then he's like smiling. So I don't I did he was he like, I'll pay double if you have Anna come over here and yell at me too, big Lola. I didn't understand. <laughs> I mean, that's what I want to think, because otherwise, I mean, it, it must have been a lot of money, obviously, but then also to leave, like, she literally left the Sweet 16 party while they're singing Happy Birthday in front of a cake with candles. <laughs> like, she just, she laughed, she just spun around and left, and, and that was it, you know? And then yeah. it seemed like it. she was gone for hours, because she, when she got back, it was, the party was over. Yeah. I mean, I guess if the guy was offering to pay double to get her to leave the party, then it would have made more sense. I really couldn't figure out what was going on. But um, yeah, that that happened. And I think she feels like she's starting to lose control. And then she's getting a lot of hang up calls, phone calls that disconnect. And I, I guess Letty said, well, that's when it's either the feds or um, something else. And I, is that what the feds do when they're on to you? They start, they prank call you? I don't really know. I mean, I'm trying to, I feel like, you know, in my, my deep research for this movie by watching The Sopranos, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe, but I don't know. I don't know why that would be other than like, are they trying to like track you like a phone? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't. It, it was confusing. I mean, if they have yeah. anyway. So she's getting these phone calls uh, and then also her clients are getting poached on the street by another lady who's in charge and, and building her own business. And it turns out that it's Vicky. Um, yeah, Vicky didn't learn her lesson. Did not get on that plane. Well, probably couldn't find it. Fucking couldn't find her way out <laughs> of the woods. Again, this is on them. And, <laughs> and she's uh, poaching clients and Anna's pissed off. So she basically, she she started giving Vicky's address. Like she put an ad in the back of like a creepy magazine or something and gave Vicky's address in it. And people started banging on Vicky's door thinking they were going to get $50 blowjobs, but she thought it was 
the mob and left. I mean, I didn't, that plan again, nothing made. I was like, what? It, it didn't make any sense except for the, the men that showed up and were knocking on her door. They looked like they were in the market for a $50 blowjob. Yes. So that's how she was able to kind of scare her, I guess. But that's all it took. You know, I mean, I do think it's sort of funny that getting dropped off in the woods with a gun held to her head and then told her to get on a plane that didn't stop her, but a couple scary looking fucking guys <laughs> that look like they all live in Philadelphia on my street. Uh, that, right. That got her to stop doing it. So and couldn't get it. They couldn't even get in the building. So I but I guess yeah. she was just thought it was the cops or the feds or a mob. or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But that's how Anna gets rid of Vicky again, because she, she's kind of mean to Vicky, to be honest with you. She was. And and. You know, I mean, at this point, the the daughter, basically, she's like, what's going on? I deserve to know the truth. Do you sell drugs? And and Anna's like, no, 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 you stupid bitch. No, she told her what <laughs> she really does. And uh, Mia, the daughter's cool with it. And but she says, I want to get out. And, you know, but if I'll get out, if you get back on your horse, because she'd fucking fallen off her horse, they make a deal. And the whole the whole commercial real estate. Anyway, basically, uh, it doesn't work that she tries. Right. And she decides tries. she's going to do commercial real estate yeah. to, to take over in case if you guys didn't watch it. That was her plan to get out was just become a big commercial real estate developer and she can go legit, which always I feel like when it, someone says I'm going legit, that means they're fucked. That means it's over. Yeah, the party's literally over. And the only reason that that's important, you didn't obviously have to watch it or but that she goes in, she spells, she blows over her wad on this giant piece of property. She's, you know, now commercial real estate investor. And then 2008, the real estate crash. And she is fuck. Market yeah, totally it was, crashes. It was so it was kind of interesting because I was like, so she got the Cassidy girl who was the waitress that she recruited, who also got roughed up at one point by a client. And then the and then oh, right. And then Anna's henchman went over and beat the shit out of that guy and broke his antiques or something. But oh, she, yeah. when she decided she wanted out, she handed the reins over to Cassidy. So I was like, this girl really moved up the ranks fast. Um no wonder Vicky's pissed. You're offering the whole business to Cassidy. She's it was a waitress last I week. I was gonna say, like, she probably went was going to school for like teaching or something. She wanted to be an elementary school teacher. Couple of good years of just being agreeable and easygoing, and now she's a madam, you know? Yeah, yeah. Worked it's out. A, <laughs> quite a quite a trajectory, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um but then, yeah, the stock market crash. The funny, the funny thing about that scene when she learns about the st- stock market crash or something is her sixteen-year-old daughter Mia goes, "Mom, mom, look!" And it's like a CNN thing that I never would have understood what any of it meant at sixteen. But this child genius knows that that means her mom's losing all her money or something. I just thought it was strange. Oh yeah, I would. I mean, I still don't think I have a firm grasp on exactly what happened in two thousand eight. But yeah, the daughter. <laughs> The daughter who couldn't uh, figure out what was going on with her mom before she seems she's really uh, she, she put her thinking hat on. Yeah, and this is when Arthur's kind of acting weird and real twitchy. Mm-hmm. Real twitchy, and then she has to go because of the crash. She has to go back 
to her business, but it's not going nearly as smooth. She hires a woman named Melody, who definitely is basically me if I was an escort because she was just like <laughs> wasted. She just got wasted and then started punching the guy on the street. I was going to say she was the weak link, but like the most realistic, relatable character of all <laughs> yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she decides that she needs to find some investors and she's going to move her business online. And now she hasn't told the daughter that she's back in this business because she's promised her she wouldn't. She's pretending that she needs investors for her real estate thing. But really what she's decided to do is invest, get investors for something called sugarladies.com or something. And she's going to sort of steal that business model. Well, she's dating Owen now out of nowhere. She calls him her boyfriend. We haven't seen him much, but now she's in bed with him. And he wakes up in the middle of the night and sees her on her laptop looking at sugarladies.com. And <laughs> he goes, what is that? And she goes, it's sugarladies.com. And you'd have to be looking at it too if your husband went through a windshield. And he was like, okay, weird <laughs> scene. Uh, she did go She did go from zero to 100 uh, <laughs> right out of nowhere. Weird scene. Um, I, I think I would be, she just didn't even try to hide it. First of all, if you're looking at sugarladies.com, cause you think you're going to move your illegal business to it, maybe take your computer downstairs and instead of it, it blaring in Owen's face while he's just trying to have a nice <laughs> sleep. <laughs> yeah. You can't just, uh, you can't load sugar. What was it? Sugar ladies, sugar ladies, sugar. Yeah. You can't load sugarladies.com just willy-nilly anywhere you have to be ready to answer some questions if somebody sees it you know yeah, what she, the fuck? she might as well be sitting on a plane while, yeah googling it while someone is sitting right next to her, some right. old lady's looking over her shoulder <laughs> um but that's her plan now is to find a couple investors this is all fast-tracked we're already almost at the end she's trying to find a couple investors arthur says that he found two people they go to a meeting with them she says this better be legit because it, if they have weird ties, this could be the end of us. And Arthur says, don't worry about it. We got a meeting at the bank tomorrow. Well, nobody shows up at the bank except for her. And then that's when we cut back to the original scene in the beginning when the, oh, she walks out of the bank and the feds have her surrounded. And it turns out that basically Arthur <gasps> sang. Yeah. Like a, he, was, he was the songbird. And she goes to fucking, they put her in Rikers Island. Yeah, I, and I'm like, she's yeah i mean she had the option to say because they said well you can make a deal with us um and we want all your clients information but she's like no there's something called integrity and i'm not uh, but then they go well it's either tell us or go to rikers and she's like i'm just keeping my integrity i would have been like bitch i just sing like a bird <laughs> i mean i would <laughs> it, i would be like whatever you need to know you want to know about the guy that um yeah what do you want to know exactly she okay first of all she has two kids I mean, what in the world's keeping her from, and, and I'm really like to know that, like, this was just a list of, of billionaires and rich guys. I mean, what yeah. loyalty did she have to them? You know what I mean? It would have literally taken me 10 minutes and I'd have been on my way to the McDonald's drive through with a little bit of relief, probably yeah. an ankle bracelet, but whatever. It just, sure. yeah, you're going to yeah, fucking I'm go to Rikers. Sensitive. I'm too sensitive for Rikers for sure. But they did let yeah. her keep her um, ext hair extensions in prison. I thought that was nice. <laughs> I didn't notice that, but that is really nice. You know, yeah. I mean, you got to let some things go. Yeah, I feel like those are usually things that get taken out when you go to the, to Rikers. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you well, get maybe to keep they, them. 
she could probably fucking, you know, make well, a she, noose out of him. I know. Well, exactly. This is why I think those things get taken out. Truly. Right. But, well, listen. Wait, that's funny. That's funny. I was thinking that the hair extensions just get taken because they don't want you to look nice. It didn't even occur to me about <laughs> being able to make a, a I don't even know or- for... Yeah, who knows? But I just assume they take that stuff off. But um, oh, I'm sure. But uh, she anyway. She she basically she stays in there for a while, and she tells Letty the eagle has landed. She has her one phone call. She says the eagle has landed. Take care of my uh, my kids, basically. And Letty was given some time. I felt like to maybe hide some of the shoebox money, but instead the feds came over and took it all. And I feel like. Letty probably, I don't even if just shove some in your fucking underwear at this point, just do something. Try to get some of the money saved. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you know they're coming. Right, right. I would get like a fucking back the car up, you know, and open the trunk. I mean, yeah, maybe she did. Maybe she got a little. Who knows? You know, Letty, maybe that's when Letty got a revenge secretly. Like, yeah. oh, they took it all. But she's sorry. Yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's all wrapped up right in her right in her bra. Sure. Um, but yeah, they, and then the, and then Letty and then, and her son, uh, and his son go to visit her in Rikers. And that's when Letty says they took everything. They took all the money and nobody's, Owen isn't trying to post your bail, which I don't blame him. Last thing he did was snap at him just because you were asking what website she was, you were looking at. Um, (laughs) nobody's helping her out. And then, and they said they kept her for five months. And this is obviously something we can Google to find out what really happened. I know that part happened because I read that, but what I was confused about is, how did she get out? Did she ended up making a plea deal? Is that what she said? Did she ended up? Because if you were going to end up giving names anyway, why'd you wait five months? Just do it. Right. Right. No, that's a really good question that I think most rational people would have at the end of this movie that I failed to have. But I would like to look that up. Yeah, I was curious because then she gets out. She has time served. She goes back to her house. I'm not sure why she still has her house if they took everything. Yeah. I was confused about that because um, she obviously bought it with the illegal money or whatever. But Mia, her daughter, is like, fuck you. You lied to me. And she's like, I'm going to live with Letty, uh, her cousin. Which I don't buy that. If you saw where Letty, where Letty lived, you wouldn't leave that house, even if you were really <laughs> mad. You'd be like, stay out of my room. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Oh, my that. God. Speaking of that, that Letty had like this. Yeah, kind of like they were showing us she had a, like a not so nice apartment while Anna built her business and had this house. At one point, when the Cassidy girl gets roughed up by a client, they go to Letty's apartment and Mia and Anna goes to her, don't worry, you don't have to be scared. You can stay here as long as you want. Like offering up Letty's fucking studio oh, apartment. It looked like a gypsy dungeon. <laughs> yeah, it was all, well, it was weirdly decorated. It just definitely wouldn't be your choice, you know? No, but you think Letty would be like, or bitch, she can stay with you. Yeah. In your nice yeah. fucking mansion. In one um, of your wings, the wings yeah. of your house. I mean, Jesus. But yeah. this was the part. So Mia walks out. She's like, I'm going to stay with my aunt. You're a liar. Um, And then she goes this. And then Anna, the main character, is like, this is what a nervous breakdown is like. I drove all night and ended up at a pig farm. And I thought, you know what? That is a that is what a breakdown looks like. Because <laughs> if I was if that's what I did, I would just I would assume that was a breakdown. And she calls her daughter every day. She says, I called my daughter every day trying to repair the relationship. One day Mia finally picks up and Anna just talks, but then they both hang up and and Mia never speaks back. What happened to the, she had a son. 
Where'd he go? Yeah, where'd the son go? I was thinking that too. She calls me every day. What's a kid? Ch- chop liver and Letty. What's what? Any word from her? I mean, I the fact that they said she lived at that pig farm for fourteen months as a free volunteer made me want to put my fist through glass. It made me really upset. You made you missed her escort days for her, her madam yes, days. Or yeah. just go back to your nice house that you somehow managed to keep and watch TV and get really fat. I mean, there's better things to do that you can, you know, self-loathe. You don't have to yeah. do that. Yeah. If you still have this house, just eat ice cream for 14 months and then come out late. I, I don't know. It right. just really... Right. I, Come out yeah. of the house later. Yeah, I don't. It just seemed. Um, but hey, from what I read, she's happy. Has the pig farm. I think she's married. She's authoring children's books. I don't know if she um, has anyone's reminded her that she has a son or if the daughter is talking to her yet. But that those all those are all um, loose ends, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to kind of follow up and find out what's up with the daughter. And also, maybe she had an affinity for pigs because I'm not sure if you noticed, but at the Sweet 16 party slash Eyes Wide Shut, there was a pig running around wearing a tutu. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, I noticed. I did mm-hmm. notice that. Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. um, oh, thank God you brought that up at the end of this because that's a really, that's a really positive note to end on as a pig and a tutu because who I doesn't mean, like that? <laughs> I was going to, I'm doing a shoulders joke about when I took ballet classes in middle school. (laughs) 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 Hashtag pig in a tutu. (laughs) Well, the moral of the story is um, don't, there's other options than a pig farm. And hopefully it seems like she's a happy lady. And also if you do go to Rikers and then get out and then end up living on a pig farm, at least try to call your son one time. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least don't tell the world that you called your daughter every day. Just don't bring it up. <laughs> that right. had to sting. Like you know? The son v- visited her in Rikers. Mia was nowhere to be seen. I mean, this kid got just completely thrown out of the picture out of nowhere. So yeah. we don't know yeah. what happened to him. But he's probably a famous soccer player. Right. Yeah. I you guys know. look it up. Um, yeah. We did the heavy thanks lifting. Thanks for listening. Yeah, it's uh, it's over. No, it is. I am. Um, thank you. And I'll tell you, um, this is fun. It was fun. I enjoyed this one a lot. A little a little rip from the headlines is always a good, good call. Lifetime. Good call. Uh, lots of holes in it. Lots mm-hmm. of ridiculous nonsense and too many anima jokes and comments. But I enjoyed it. Me too. It was a fun ride. Pig in a tutu. All right. <laughs> Bye, Mare Bear. And guys, don't forget. Friday, we will be. Uh, there will be an episode of the "Where Are You Now?" Married at First Sight recap. Who knows how long that recap will be? Uh, but we're gonna we're doing it because we're gonna see what's up with those assholes. Yes, we are. I fucking miss those assholes. I miss you too, Sarah. Love you. I miss you. Bye. Bye.